0: When you want to succeed as bad as you want to free then you'll be successful. And I'm here to tell you, number one, that most of you say you want to be successful, but you don't want it bad, you just kind of want it. Work ethic eliminates fear, you know? So if you put forth the work, then you know, what are you fearing? You know you, what you're capable of doing, what you're not. You know, if you put your mind to doing whatever you want to do, you know, good things can happen. Because limits, like fear are often just an illusion you're listening to the plunkett fitness project here's your host jamie plunkett
1: hey what's up everybody uh thanks for checking in episode two um glad we didn't scare you off with the first one uh today i want to talk about something that's been on my mind for quite a while but first i want to tell a funny story uh that happened this week um generally when you get a text from somebody when it's meant for somebody else that's usually not the best yeah. but
0: have you done have you ever screen capped Something and meant to send it to somebody else and it to the person that you screen captured
1: it. Um, I don't think so. I'm pretty careful about that, but I, I don't think I have.
0: It happened to me. It happened to me one time. Not great. Yeah. It did yeah. Not,
1: it, it <laughs> not go well.
0: So when you showed me this text earlier, I was like, "That is, we got to talk about that because it's a, it's, it, it's awesome when it happens and it comes to you and it's complimentary. I mean, you got a trifecta there of goodness.
1: Yeah. Yeah, so uh, it was a text from one of my client's uh, moms. I've got a client that's in high school, so I don't have uh, adult's moms sending me texts. But um, <laughs> one of my clients is a high school athlete. Uh, the mom sent me a text the other day about training one of his friends. And then um, she followed that up with a text that was meant for the friend's mom. And it was uh, just kind of... Laughing about how her son originally made fun of her when she came home real sore from her first workout because she didn't know how to squat, and then lo and behold, he comes in and he <laughs> doesn't know how to squat either. Um, and then it was just followed with with compliments of of how much uh, how much he's learning here and and uh, how much better he's getting on the field as well. Yeah,
0: that's I, I I just there's so many things that I love about that story. I mean, it's always nice because y- you typically don't know what people say. Around, about you when you're not around and you shouldn't you know it's but it's all it, when something like that slips out especially when it's something that you know you, you care about as much as you do which is, is you know with with kids getting them on the right track getting them when they're young before they develop truly bad habits you know and it's it's amazing that in 2018 um you know this this kid's a high school athlete yep. a good program and he, I mean, this isn't his first time around a uh, in a gym. I'm assuming, you know.
1: No, um, no. I mean, most of them that come to me, they're following a program at their school, uh, and uh, there's just there's better things they could be doing. Um, you know, generally, I don't think the schools um, invest enough money into the training programs and the coaches for it. So. I'm not on here trying to trash the, trash the coaches by any means. Matter of fact, my dad was a high school football coach for 30 years, so sure, sure. Um, I kind of understand that aspect of it. Uh, but you know, I'm a very competitive person, and I've told multiple people this before who are ra- who are around high school football programs. Um, if I had any part in it, one of the main things I would do is find the best education for the uh, athletes and learn them and teach them how to train properly. Uh, And I think it would make a 30 to 50% difference on the field in their performance and the team's performance overall. It would be night and day difference.
0: Yeah, I would imagine so. I mean, and again, you know, I I, I was in high school in the 90s and I played high school football. And, uh, you know, we talked about this earlier, but I just – it's amazing the amount of just the abundance of information and the ease of information now versus – when, when I was in school, you know, and we had a – the program I went to was uh, – you know, we went to – they were we we're always a state contender. It was a good school. We had a good program. But our training, I mean, you just threw as much weight on the bar as you could, and, and we were lucky that we didn't truly injure ourselves. There were a few guys that took it upon themselves to really get serious about it, and it showed. You know, those are the guys that got that, – that went to college to play ball. And the rest of us were – you know, we were good. We were young and – You know, we worked hard, but we just had no direction, you know, at all.
1: Yeah. um, You know, what I will say is there's a ton of information out there, uh, really, in anything you want to learn about. Um, But I think, as you would know, you have to have passion about whatever it is. So, really, that's what I see lacking a lot of times is there's somebody who's – you know, generally, the coaches are very passionate about football or whatever sport they're coaching. Sure, sure. Um, But they're not necessarily passionate about training. So – Um, there's a ton of information out there, but that'd be like me learning about piano. I'm not passionate about it. So, so (laughs) it's not going to be something I really absorb. So, you know, but I mean, there are top 25 football programs, uh, in NCAA that I know of that don't have good strength and conditioning coaches. So it doesn't surprise me at all that high school coaches or high school programs aren't, aren't getting the most out of their training programs. Sure. Sure.
0: Yeah. It's, it's, uh, it is, it's, it's incredible, you know, especially it seems like, I mean, I don't know if it's just because I'm older or whatever, but I'm like, these kids just seem like they're, you know, I mean, look at the NFL, look how fast these young guys are and how, how fast everything moves and how much more developed these guys are, uh, you know, in their early 20s right out of college as when we were kids. I mean, you looked at a lot of those NFL players and they were big, they were big guys, but they didn't look like just. You know, just behemoths. Like now, it's just—I mean, there's these guys are just are not only are they massive, but they are lightning quick. You know, and a lot of that again, it's all it's all due to those guys have got the best of the best when it comes to training and and nutrition, obviously. Um, but just getting to that level, it's 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 amazing. It's amazing.
1: Yeah, um, I mean, I'd even say there's 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 lack of of knowledge on the professional level too. Yeah. But I, I think there's a lot that can be done education-wise from the bottom up. Yeah. So – and I don't know why you wouldn't want to do that when, you know, I think winning's the ultimate goal. So, um, yeah. Yeah, and it
0: does – it seems to me like if you were – if that was your thing, if it was – I mean, I feel like if I was playing high school football now and I had – access to the information that's out there now and again I don't know I mean I'm not I'm not in great physical condition now so maybe I wouldn't but I I would like to think that if I was going to pursue that if I was going to if I was going to play football in high school now I would take the time because it's it's so easy you can literally I mean the stuff that I love now it's one of my favorite things to do is uh, one of my favorite things about the time we're in right now is just the ability to continue to learn and develop in whatever field you're passionate about, like you said, if you're playing high school baseball, high school football, golf, even—I mean, it really doesn't matter. If you're playing a sport, you know, training and nutrition—they're—they're um, they're the, the two building blocks, you know. And and having that information out there is is uh, is really—it's a luxury for yeah. these guys.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think at the end of the day, it comes down to whatever it is you want to do. Finding somebody who has been successful in whatever venture it is you're trying to get better at and learning from that person. Yeah. And I think I think that's where a lot of people go wrong and that's that's I don't know something I've done over the years is like if I want to learn how to get better at whatever it may be, I'm going to find somebody who's really good at it and sure. and see if there's a way I can learn from that individual.
0: Yeah, that's the that's the old um, success leaves clues. Yeah. I don't know who said that first or where it came from, but it it's 100% true and it's it's so nice to, now again because you can find somebody and when you find them, typically you can really stalk the hell out of them. You know, you can find them whether it be on Instagram or YouTube or Facebook or whatever. You can you can go back and say, well, where did they start? How did they start? And then you can almost, you know, reverse engineer their path, and you can kind of cherry pick the things that that you uh, you know that that you want. And that that pertain to you specifically in your, your set of goals and apply them i mean it's just it's it's an amazing time, and it's really fun because you know back like I said back in the day, it wasn't that long ago, ten fifteen years ago you you had to like you had to find a mentor, you had to find the person <laughs> it wasn't just finding the person online you know at whenever you're you've got some time to kill and jumping on your phone, it was you actually had to find a guy in your neighborhood who was you know uh, a strength and conditioning expert or uh, a guitar player or whatever your passion was you know so yeah it's crazy it's crazy
1: yeah so um are you ready to talk about what we're yeah let's get
0: into so Jamie and I were talking earlier about you know what are we going to talk about today and he's got he he asked me is this too aggressive and I said I don't think so I think it's good that you're passionate about it so so I'm going to go ahead and let you I'm, – I'm Jamie's spotter here on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> if he gets out of line, I'll spot him. But I think, I think he's got some really valid points, and uh, I think you've got some really – I should say you've got some really valid points because you're sitting right here. I shouldn't talk about you in the third person. But, yeah, I say let her rip. Let's. All All
1: right, well, um, the thing I was mentioning earlier that – and I've, I've mentioned some of my other stuff online before is how it's not our job as fitness professionals to entertain people. Um, I say all the time, and I mean, I'm half joking, but I'm serious. Uh, if you want to be entertained, go out to eat, which I don't think that should be entertainment either, but that's another subject. I'll <laughs> touch on that in a minute. But uh, if you want to be entertained, go to the movies, go out to eat, um, go out with your friends, go out to the bar, whatever it may be that you do for entertainment. Um, I think too many people look at fitness and nutrition as entertainment and That's no different than looking at your kid's education or your job as entertainment. So hopefully you do get entertainment from those things, but you should be doing those things just as you do anything in your life that you want to be successful at um, with a purpose. So your purpose for your job is to make a living, pay your bills, and hopefully advance in life. Um, You know, I think a huge problem in this country is we look at food as entertainment. Yeah. And, you know, and I just try to think about things real basic, and, and I try to to dumb things down to their most basic, basic sense. So yeah. why do we eat? We eat to live. And, right. I mean, I don't want to be boring. I don't want to sound too hard. But if somebody comes to me with a goal, I'm going to give you the black-and-white version of how to get to that goal. Right. So the first thing I think people have to do is remove their emotions from – their day to day decisions that are taking them farther away from their goals. And you know, we we specialize mainly in fat loss uh and that is 99% nutrition. Yeah. And yeah. I don't sell nutrition.
0: Right, right. Well, yeah, and that's a, a lot of it, you know, and I'm you know, let me know if I'm if I'm wrong here, but it's just man, it's those habits and the rituals and all of a sudden, you know, you're just you're doing the wrong thing so often that you don't even know it's wrong anymore. It's just what you do
1: yeah um i i somewhat agree with that um and i mean i don't want to sound like a dick here but you know the thing is is i think at the end of the day we generally know the things we're doing that aren't the best for us oh for sure you know absolutely you know if you have a habit of showing up five minutes late to work you know the boss probably doesn't like that
0: right right
1: you know um and i mean if you had to sit down and, and seriously write down um, write down what your goal is, right? All on a piece of paper, write down what your goal is, no matter what it is, it comes to nutrition, comes to weight training, comes to your job, whatever. So you want to advance in your job. Okay. And then, then in another column, you write down, what are the things that are going to get me closer to that goal? Sure. And then another column write down what are the things that I'm doing currently that are taking me farther away from that goal? So being five minutes later, eating that cookie, are the things that are probably not helping you get to that goal so you need to address why you're doing those things yes you know and uh i mean that's just kind of that's kind of a, a a hard approach and that's how i am um and i mean it's not that i i'm i'm not compassionate or i don't have empathy empathy for people but i mean for me every day when, it, when i train a client and i've been this way since i was younger like, I think I can get fired every single day a client comes in and sees me. And it's my job to get them to their goals. It's not really my job to entertain them and, um, you know, tell them what they want to hear. Yeah.
0: Well, and it, it seems like, you know, a lot of this, uh, you know, you kind of introduced this topic to me and and uh, it, it, through an Instagram post that we saw, I don't know, a few weeks back and, and you sent it my way and you're like, this right here, this is exactly what I'm talking about because it seems like... You know, part of that is the culture that we're in right now. You know, I feel like there's a lot of people um, that are, you know, working out, whether it be going to the gym or doing whatever it is. It's it's almost like they're just checking a box. Yep. And I feel like, you know, in this, in the, the culture that we're at right now, where, where we are, a lot of people are doing it not as entertain. They're not thinking, they're not saying it's entertainment, but they're, they're posting stuff about it the same way they would if the, as if they were at a concert. Yeah. You know, and, and, I uh, I don't know, you know, it's really strange because I think that there's a, you know, I, I'm a big believer in social media and I think it's, uh, there's a lot of benefits that come along with it, but I also think that there's a, it, it also, it gives way to a lot of misinformation out there.
1: Yeah. I, you know, um, and I will say some of the all the things I just said about nutrition and exercise uh, those harsh words are not for the general public they sure. are for the the educators the people that are in my industry that aren't setting the record straight um, you know and from the entertainment standpoint you know what I always tell my trainers when I'm coaching my trainers themselves um, is if a, if a client comes in and you're training them or you're training a, a student like I was talking about earlier and their parent walks in and they ask you why you're doing something, you better have a damn good answer. Because if you can't answer the question, then that, that's horrible. You know. Right. And I mean, eventually that person can figure it out that you're doing it to fill time or to entertain. Sure. And the job is not to fill, fill time or entertain. The job is to get the person in front of you better. Right, right, you know,
0: yeah, well, and it does it just seems like there's a
1: lot of I don't know if it's bad type stuff, and
0: I and I don't know do...
1: well let me let me jump in there. I thought about something you said that a minute ago. Yeah. Um, I believe that there's so much misinformation out there, and people have been unsuccessful so many times that a lot of people have given up. On reaching their goals and so now they're just looking for now they're just they just want entertainment and they're not looking for what's really gonna get them to their ultimate goals right um, that's something I you know I've recently thought about in the last year or so is is I feel like a lot of people have just uh, um, I don't know the correct word, but basically taking a step back from their goals and just settled is the word I'm looking for. Sure, sure. For physical activity. Yeah. You know, versus looking the way they want to look and fitting the clothes they want to fit and, and being happy. Yeah. Well, and it's,
0: I mean, it is, it, it's crazy when you're not in the industry. And I think this is something that's kind of universal. You look to people that are in the industry and you, You like, I mean, I always because I when I work with my clients, I have their best interest at heart. And I always hope that the person that I'm working with, if if it's somebody, whether it be my mechanic or if I come to a, a, a fitness expert, you know, I'm hoping that what they've got in mind is my best interest versus their meeting or growing their bottom line. And I feel like that's something, you know, we had talked about a little bit earlier, too that it's universal and I, you know when you get when you start mixing business with anything there are people out there that will they'll put their own well-being they'll put their own financial goals in front of the uh, the whole reason that you started doing it whether it be you know you got into personal training because you really wanted to help people but now you've got a mortgage or you're you're working for a gym, and they've got a number. You've got a number. You've got to hit. You've got to sell X amount of memberships, or you've got to do this, that, and the other thing, and it turns into a numbers game. And that really, you know, it's it's such a crazy thing because, like I said, it's universal. It's industry wide. I worked for a company that put their sales staff in the position of having to choose between making more money for themselves or doing what was best for the client. And that was one of the catalysts that got me to make a move out of there. But I feel like that happens a lot. And it's, it's almost more personal when it's a, a trainer because it's your actual health. It's yeah. not, it's not your car. It's not, you know what I mean? It's not like it's, it's bad enough having a mechanic take you to the cleaners. But when you've got somebody that's actually kind of leading you along, taking your money, taking your time and kind of BSing you, um, because you don't you don't know any better. It's not your job to know better as a layperson, as somebody who's not in the industry. And I think that's kind of what you know. You had talked about before. It's like look at these classes; these professionals should be ashamed of themselves.
1: Yeah. Um. I mean, I will say another thing on that. I think a lot of them don't know any better. Mm-hmm. Uh. But as as a whatever profession you choose, um, you should educate yourself to know better. So. I don't. I don't believe most people are evil. Sure. sure. Um. I believe in the good of most people, but um. I believe they're being miseducated to mis misguided as well. Sure. So, um, and I mean, ultimately, to me, getting kind of on another subject, but these people, um, that are concerned about hitting sales more than they are taking care of the person in front of them. Uh, that's usually cause they're overextended in their personal life financially. Sure. Um, so, I mean, that's kind of a whole nother subject, but it's, you know, finding somebody who's responsible and, and, uh, somebody who's happy without materialistic things, I think, you know, sure. um, and I mean, that's, you know, to me, that's the same exact thing as as really what our job is, is to teach people how to, uh, be happy in their lives and learn how to eat properly. Because, I mean, it's kind of the same thing. Why we eat bad is usually we're overextended and we're not taking care of ourselves. Right. We're not getting proper sleep. Um, You know, we're, we're chasing our tail. We're working too much. And we're usually doing those things because, you know we're doing too much and we're out of balance in some other aspect of our life. Sure. I don't know if that makes sense, but it it makes sense to me. I don't know if I'm explaining it well enough, but
0: yeah, I mean, no, I, I totally agree. And it's, it, it, it it does make sense. And it seems like, you know, it's, it, it, when you, it's so easy when you let a lack of discipline sneak into your life, it, 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 it's, it's kind of like along the, the, Premise of how you do one thing is how you do everything. Absolutely, and so it it lets you know when you start letting one thing go, it becomes easier to let the second thing go, and the third thing go, and the fourth thing go, and you know it, it is it's it's bigger than it's bigger than fitness, it's bigger than than uh, training, but you can apply it to kind of to multiple facets of your life, and that's why when you look at you know when you hear things like oh the rich get re- richer, the poor get poorer, well that's a direct result of Typically, I mean, obviously, there's the bad things happen to, to to people all the time, and uh, but it, a lot of it has to do with people taking responsibility and and not lying to themselves. You yep. know, it starts out with that being honest with yourself. Yeah, I'm overweight. Why? Well, because I'm I'm not doing this. I'm not doing that. You know, and and then and then you've got to do the hard work, and you've got to you know maintain this self discipline, which is. It's, it's hard for everybody at every level. And that's one of the things that I think you guys touch on a lot. You and your staff here is that most of you guys have at, at one point or another struggled with physical fitness yourself. And so it's, 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 you guys have got an abundance of empathy for your clients because you've all been there, which is why you're doing this now, because you know how important it was to yourself and you know that it does extend beyond just fitting in the clothes you want to fit in and looking the way you want to look It it works its way into every facet of your life.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, it's all all about being comfortable and happy. And uh, the reason why it pisses me off when I see this stuff is I feel like I was lied to for 10 years trying to lose weight, you know? Sure. And, um, you know, when when you see those classes on social media, maybe, you know, 45 of those 50 people, they're perfectly fine with with what they're getting. Yeah. But maybe five of those people really want to get... Results, sure, and they're not being told the right message. So you're wasting their time, essentially, you know. And I don't know. That's 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 why that stuff so frustrated me. And then you know the the more the more bad experiences somebody has in an industry, and maybe it's all industries, the harder it is for the person that's trying to do the right thing to get that person to buy in
0: that's a, you're I, you're hundred percent right and 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 it is definitely applicable to every industry that I've been part of whereas if you've got somebody that's you know we, you know I, I mentioned uh, earlier we talked about like general contractors get a bad rap they've got a bad reputation of you know oh this that and the other thing so there's no doubt there's a lot of great general contractors out there there's a lot of great lawyers out there there's a lot of great every industry and I'm the same way I, I believe that you know most people are good and most of us want the same thing which is to you know um, to live a, a happy life and this that and the other thing but uh, you know it's such a it, it, when, when somebody is soured has a sour experience that for the next person that deals with that person whether it be a, a fitness client who didn't get results so you know I've, I've heard all this before because mm-hmm. what you're saying initially sounds so similar. It's it's the it's the minute details and the, the 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 small things that separate what you guys are doing here and what a lot of people are doing that are doing it, that are that are teaching people the correct ways to actually you know progress when it comes to fitness and nutrition. It, it's you guys are having to convince people that you're not a liar. So that's taken away from the time that you actually could be teaching them the steps they need to take in order to get to the goals they want to get to.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um I mean, that's the first thing I always talk about when somebody walks in the front door is the first thing you got to do is convince them that that um, you have their best interest in mind and you can help them get their results. Um, you know, the big one that, that affects us is – there are other fitness professionals that tell women they shouldn't lift anything over eight pounds or whatever s- small, stupid number they want to tie to it. Right. Um, you can lift as much weight as you want. If you're not eating in a caloric surplus, you will not put on muscle. Yeah. And uh, they will they will tell women in particular that you're going to get bulky if you lift weights, which couldn't be further from the truth because women do not have the hormones to put on muscle. And then you're gonna have females say, Well, no, I've got I've got different genetics. I, I get bulky when I lift weights. Well tell me how your diet was. You know, I'll guarantee you their diet was not good. Yeah. You know, they're eating, you know, too many of the wrong foods that the bulk that they're putting on is fat. Yeah. Um and I mean, in my opinion, they are preying on uh I don't I don't know if you wanna call the preying on on them believing that misinformation or whatever it is, whatever you want to call it. But in my opinion, that right there is one of the most disempowering things you can do to a woman uh, because as women get older, they lose muscle tissue at a much faster rate than men. We all are going to lose muscle tissue as we get older. There's no way to prevent it. You can prevent a lot of it with weight training, but you are doing a huge disservice really to anybody, but especially females, when you discourage them from lifting weights and you know if they decide by the time they're 60 or 70 that that's when they're going to start lifting weights and they didn't before then because they were discouraged because of the the message in the media um that's really set them back yeah
0: well that's it, i mean that's a huge you know that's a huge uh that, that's a huge mountain to move for somebody that well when when somebody comes in with uh, a, a predisposed idea, like, well, I shouldn't be lifting more weights than this. It's the same thing as somebody being in a bad relationship. All men are terrible. <laughs> a woman that dates a guy that's a, a, a you know piece of garbage. It's the same thing. Well, now the next guy she meets, before they can even start in their relationship, he's got to f- help her get over the last one. You know what I mean? It's the exact same thing when you're, when you're talking about this. So if you've got a, a, a fitness professional, you know, in quotes, feeding somebody a line of something that's that's not true then when they do come in here you've got to spend i don't know what the uh, exact amount of time is i don't know if it's twice the time but you've got to take their time and your time to convince them of you know why why what you're teaching and why what you're what you're doing is truly in their best interest and is truly going to get them to the goals that they're looking for
1: well um that's true hopefully you know, in the next ten, twenty years, we don't have to deal with that shit anymore, and those people are out of the industry. Yeah. That's one of our goals with our business is to uh, eliminate all the lies that are being told uh, to the general public when yeah. it comes to this stuff. Uh, you know, it comes down to the basics. You need to get enough sleep. You need to eat properly, and you need to be active. And you know, people have a limited time. Um, You know, they maybe have three hours a week or whatever. They may not be as passionate about it and enjoy it as much as I do or or some of my trainers or trainers elsewhere. And uh, the best use of that time is going to be spent doing strength training, some sort of resistance training that's going to build their body up versus break it down, which is what all that cardio does and all that caloric restriction does is it breaks down the body. Um, And, you know, a lot of times people don't take a step back and look at their trainer's and look at the full picture you know i can't do this today because i run a business and i keep a very busy schedule but i've been in this boat before and a lot of trainers are in this boat where they have eight ten hours a week to work out sure so they've got more leeway in their nutrition they can spend more time doing cardio and all these things and generally trainers are fairly young they're in their 20s so it's not going to be as detrimental as somebody who's in their 50s sure um but you know the thing the thing is 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 you have to look at your situation and approach it with the best possible plan, you know, for the long term. I tell clients all the time if I tell you to do something today that you can't do in your eighty, you shouldn't do it. Yeah, it's good advice. All right, well, that's all we have for today. Um, thanks for listening, and remember, it's really simple. You got to eat right, get plenty of sleep, and if you're limited on time, it should be spent lifting weights. Have a great day.
0: Thank you for listening to the Plunkett Fitness Project. Please share with your friends, subscribe, rate, and review. For more info, visit our website, plunkettfitness.com.